0: Welcome to News from the Krabby Coffee Shop with your hosts, Don McClain. From Jason and Alexis in the Morning on MyTalk Talk 1071, Garage Logic's newsman, Mr. FYI, John Height, and the crabbiest guy in the coffee shop, Kenny Olson.
1: News from the Krabby Coffee Shop is brought to us by Your Name Here. Uh, for some reason, you like us, and we'd like to show our appreciation to your loyalty. And endorse your products and services on News from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here's producer Ross Brendel with details on making our future marriage a possibility. Ease, Ross, take it away. easiest
2: my way <laughs> to get more information, <laughs> garagelogic.com. Enter the keyword partner in the search box, garagelogic.com. Keyword partner, somebody from our fantastic staff will reach out to you as quick as they possibly can no better time than right now with the uh, end of the year approaching and the holiday season all right let me check that off the list okay <laughs> we uh killed a couple minutes with that
1: <laughs> don a couple very good friends of mine listeners listeners don't usually have kenny's personal phone number but these two do because oh, they're so awesome
0: they both do
1: yes they both wow. do I, i'm talking uh angie And Stacy, yeah, um, they're big fans of both the Krabby Coffee Shop and Garage Logic. They reported to me on Sunday, Angie did specifically, that they had a wonderful time at your event at the Lexington last Saturday evening. How'd it go?
0: Oh, it went really well, yeah. We had um, both nights were, I know Saturday was sold out and Sunday was just about sold out, we just had a few tickets that weren't sold. Uh, We were really proud of the presentation this year because we have always this is if you just joined us and you don't know what I'm talking about. I'm a member of Twin Cities Paranormal Society. And each year we investigate the Lexington restaurant um, in St. Paul. Yeah. And um, we do an overnight investigation. We collect the evidence and then we present it, uh, you know, near Halloween time and they have a ticketed event. It's really fun. People come and see ghosty stuff. Uh, we have stuff from, you know this last year at, at people's homes and stuff if they've released us to talk about it and show their home. And we got some really good things. like for the first time, um, we got some voices from uh, the office where the manager oh. works, and they Ooh. always see things up there. They always see and 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 a lot of paranormal stuff happens to the managers. But we haven't, in the four years, ever been able to catch anything. And I did catch something on my really? recorder. Really? Yeah. Wow. I wish it, I was it, more it, prepared it, to give that to you today. But <laughs> Oh, that's
1: okay. No, that's yeah. okay. Um, do uh, Does that make the employees nervous? Or are they just kind of used to it and they know they're tame?
0: I think that it validates their feelings. It makes them feel better. You know, I don't have anybody at that restaurant. I've never heard anyone say they aren't going to work there anymore. Or they love it. Like, the spirits there are... Um, I think some previous owners and some employees. We have a previous uh, cook that worked there mm-hmm. and oh, his sons um, actually yeah. come to the presentation.
1: Okay. I'm glad you mentioned that because I'm going to read a personal um, um, text between Angie and I. Okay. Stacy and I are at Don's paranormal happy hour. We miss our party buddy, but we'll be good girls tonight.
0: <laughs> oh, no.
1: And I wrote, uh, is it cool? Um, She says it was so cool. Her evidence is crazy good. And it was wild that some of the ghosts at the Lex during their investigation tapes brought up their chef who died about a year ago. Yeah, you'll have to ask her about the owner of the Lex and what he did while wearing those headphones. Uh, I forgot the technical name. Goosebumps. Oh yeah. And of, and of course, we have Dawn, the rock star, who we love so much.
0: Oh God! So what what was the it. chef
1: thing? What okay, so
0: uh, Chef Jack Riebel, who opened the Butcher and Boar and has been the chef of many restaurants here in the Twin Cities. Yeah. He worked at the Lexington for years. Uh, he got a form of a rare form of cancer oh. at the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. And he passed away. There's a really good piece that Jason Derusha from WCCO uh, did. It, it was his last interview. We also played that in the presentation. Um, and he just, he's talking about death. He's talking about, you know, if he's scared to die. Really good questions that, like, mm-hmm. wow, hats off to Jason Derusha. They're very good friends. And so he asked him things that I would be like, ooh, I, I, I'd be too sensitive to ask somebody. Sure. Like, are mm-hmm. you afraid to die? Yeah. You know, things like that. Um, yeah. So. If you want to look that up, guys, or or maybe—well, I mean, it's a competitor, so I don't know if we're going to link it. No, that's fine. But, you know, it really is honoring him. And so we played that after we played the clip. We're using something called a spirit box, and uh, it's a high— speed frequency scanner for a radio scanner so it's like that's how fast like 16 per second so the the idea is the the spirits you will ask them questions and within that white noise they make they will talk Wow. Um, and every once in a while you're like, okay, that was a Prince song for a second, you know, but no, they'll do full <laughs> sentences and it keeps sweeping like it's a continuous sweep. So, you know, it's not stopping on a station and right. it gives you direct answers. So we had asked, you know, like we say, like, do you know that you're dead? Things like that. I like to say those things, you know, like, hey, you're dead. You know, do you know yeah. that? Yeah. Um, and then um, a, a sweeter person on our team jenny she asked can you tell us what restaurant we're in right now and clear as day a spirit said Rebel, which was Ooh. jack Rebel. that's yeah. his name he died last december so they uh, said Rebel? and wow. so the spirit it wasn't jack Rebel talking we believe it's the spirits that live in the lexington who are honoring him and calling the restaurant Rebel. his
3: restaurant. Wow, interesting. It's just, oh, yeah.
1: oh, I just got those. Yeah, I know. Andrew was a, talking.
3: About. I,
0: it's clear oh, day, and I, I promise that I'll get the clip for you next time. I just had so much on my plate today, yeah. so. Um, hmm. But yeah, that was one of the great, uh, you know, things that we found that I think was the best piece of evidence for the Lexington. Wow.
1: And this is going to be a yearly event, right?
0: They do like us a lot. I mean, when we played that Rebel clip, the owner was standing there and he's such a nice guy. One of the owners, his name is Josh, and it brought him to tears. You know, he's like, I can't believe that you caught that. Thank you so much. It just, you know, they have his his chef's um, smock or whatever it is framed on the wall. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, everyone loved this guy. He was just a really great person. Could
1: you ever do one of these events at a place that isn't a public venue? I mean, I'm thinking this could be a a road show, if you had the room to have people in. Oh, this is really fascinating. You mean like a
0: live thing, like they did in the twenties, like a séance?
1: Well, I don't know. It just it works out for the Lexington because they have seating and drinks and food and stuff. Could this ever possibly translate into a private residence or a haunted? I don't know, whatever prison barn, Mm -hmm. whatever.
0: Oh, you mean like an investigation live?
1: Yeah, yeah, kind of, or like this. Oh, or just,
0: yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, here's the thing. We are a nonprofit, so we don't, like, when it comes to going into people's homes and people that are legitimately asking us, we think our house is haunted. We don't charge anything, okay? There's just, if you want to give a donation, that's great. If not, we totally don't care. I mean, most people, you know, it's, you know. If they can give $5 or nothing, you know, we buy all the equipment and spend gas money and, you know, all of this stuff ourselves. So every Um, little bit helps. But at a place where you have a ticketed event, we like the Lexington gave us money because they are making money off of it. Mm -hmm. And so they are were very kind and gave us a generous donation. So, Uh,
1: you know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's good. But. You need to make money from this, McLean.
0: Well, I don't feel right about it. with the On the side, as myself, as Don McLean, independent from uh, right. Twin Cities Paranormal, yeah, I'm all about making some side cash.
2: <laughs> okay, okay. Garagelogic.com <laughs> <laughs> keyword partner.
0: That's right! There you go. There Could you go.
3: You brought up the word seance, so I think oh. maybe, I don't know if this is what Kenny's getting at, but uh, say, my, I think my house is haunted. Or, or say, I think my parents are hanging out in the house I grew up in, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's. I, is that you know some if?
0: But could doesn't a bring
3: things in there and and say bring
0: and, things in there? Oh. Well,
3: I mean, try to bring things in to try to figure out if anything is going on. Yeah, your equipment. But, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and would that,
1: I think, but, would that be a viable
3: business
0: or no? It isn't
1: the, <laughs> you don't mean a, a, an actual Sam.
0: No, though, I don't. Right? I was doing no. I don't no, do no, those. Yeah, yeah but yeah. but no. I'm, yeah.
1: I'm
3: thinking the yeah. same. What I mean is if you show up in a house because I think mom and dad are there, oh, you know, that'd be kind of the equivalent, right? But... Uh, Well. but And you wouldn't want to do it, obviously, just for donations.
0: No. And and honestly, most of the stuff we catch is after the fact. So it wouldn't be a very compelling evening. Right. Right. It's Uh, it's you listening to hours
1: and hours of tape. I mean, we almost fall
0: asleep in these haunted places because it's in the middle of the night. You're drinking a Red Bull or whatever. Um, Well, people are. I don't drink caffeine, so I'm just like. I'll take a really long nap before. <laughs> but, like, people always ask us, are you scared to go into, you know, this haunted asylum or, you know, one of these scary mm-hmm. the prisons? Uh, and I'm not. I don't get scared many times. I did last year once, but it's kind of boring in the moment. What's scary is I having your headphones on at home alone and something says, "Dog."
2: Oh, like man. that's scary, oh, oh, oh. and I th- I've thrown my
0: headphones off yeah. before, no, <laughs> like ah! and then I go upstairs and try to find yeah. an Oreo or something yeah.
1: and a Bible.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Oh man. Oh, okay, so seance that that's BS, right? Seance.
0: Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. That's not what we do.
1: Right. Like okay. we we
0: don't do that. We don't have a, like special powers or we're not psychics. And we definitely don't subscribe to that. Like, Uh, my stuff that I do doesn't count towards anything scientific.
1: You say you're not a psychic, and maybe it doesn't fall under that definition. But you have seen and felt and had some pretty weird thoughts that you didn't make sense of at the time until you met somebody.
0: And they go, oh, what? Yeah. 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 Hmm. Yeah, uh, I mean, I've kind of shut that part off of myself because I don't see—I don't—it just feels too unsettling to me. Not scary, but I don't know how to help these dead people, you know? Like, I don't know what to do for them. I don't know who they're connected to, you know? Yeah. It's like I just have these people appear, and they're like, you know, show me something. And I'm like, I don't know—like, I know their name sometimes, like— Yeah.
2: This is how uncomfortable I get, Dawn, and this is a true story. I've, I told this—I think I've said this on the show for a while— my commute to work and home literally went right We're by like the, Lexington. the Lexington. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even want to look at the Lexington <laughs> on the off chance I would invite a ghost into like my car. No. And then Don talks about the Lexington is a great place. I know people who go there an awful lot. Right. Yeah. I've been there, yeah. But now I think the next time I go there,
0: you're going to church. I'm going to be Such afraid a, to
2: go take a pee. No, you know? don't. They don't want to. <laughs> they're, so awesome. they're happy
0: there. Like most of them are there because they worked there and they loved the place. Like they all hang out together. It's pretty cool, kind of. I mean, there are some people that are like, ooh, like, like it says, help us, and I'm like, how do we help you? We don't know. Like we can clear the place, like do a clearing, you know, but. Because I don't know. I don't the movie, think they want us to clear it.
1: The movie Beetlejuice was 100% true, <laughs> wasn't it? I, I really think it was. Oh,
0: God. I really feel like it's, yeah. I mean, there are things. Another uh, um, idea, people say, like, they'll ask questions afterward, and they'll say... Um, Why are they here? Like, why are they sticking around for so long if they've been here for 100 years or whatever? And I always say, well, first of all, we don't know what time is like on the other side. It could be 100 years for us, but five minutes for them. You know, we really don't know anything. And anybody who claims to know is lying. Nobody knows. Nobody knows.
1: You're bringing up something from the Bible that's always bugged me. And I've never... (laughs) I've never uh, understood it, and maybe you've talked about it in your youth growing up in the Catholic Church. How come like people like Noah lived like 800 (laughs) years?
0: What the hell was that all about? I don't know. That's the Old Testament. Does that make sense
1: to you? That didn't make sense to me. A a season must have been a year to them,
0: right? Yeah, I don't...
1: So summer, fall, winter... What spring? That's that's
2: four years to them. right?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. It might <laughs> just right. be like some type of a, a legend.
2: On the bright side, if you did live to be like eight hundred <laughs> oh, years no. old, no,
0: thank you, you, Pollyanna. you, what? Okay. you okay. might yeah. actually
2: live to see the Minnesota Vikings win a Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I, knew oh, hey, I knew that was coming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I knew that uh, was coming.
1: One more, there. one more <laughs> question. Keyword of, um, might. Well, <laughs> as a kid, um, I discovered. High in my parents' closet on the top shelf when they were out one night, a game board called a Ouija oh, board. Oh, you dun, found dun, the Ouija dun, board! Yeah. They're total BS, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, don't be be afraid of a Ouija board. I know that people like even paranormal investigators have this thing where they're like, we don't do that. We don't do Ouija boards. And it's like, how is it any different than you speaking out into the night and talking to spirits going, is anyone there? And recording it. (laughs) How is that any different than using, you know, know. because your Uh hands are on it and you're moving it around the board? It's like, come on. (laughs) Let's not not all be superstitious about something that's just a Hasbro or a, what is it? Who owns Parker Brothers?
3: My my wife recently got a Ouija board T-shirt, which has brought up a lot of very lewd lines from her husband. Oh, no. (laughs) That you can can imagine, probably. Absolutely.
1: Well, that's the first thing we did. (laughs) T-I-T. Right away, the first thing. Uh, I have
0: one, too. It's from the, uh, the West Virginia Penitentiary. It has a Ouija board on it. So. Oh. <laughs> you know,
1: I wish. Of course, my parents—they were probably embarrassed by this and threw it away. But wouldn't it be cool to have a, an original from the '60s? I would oh, just people be, be collect cool. those. Yeah. Yeah, they're Ouija really board freaks. Yeah, yep. yeah. Huh.
0: they're pretty cool.
1: So it's a, it's been well established. Um, you have that story you told me about, right, Don? Yeah. Um, it, it's been well-established, uh, Ross and John, you know that Dawn is a very troubled individual. She'll Don't. jump out of airplanes. <laughs> very. She'll jump out of airplanes, but she won't go out in a fishing boat. And uh, <laughs> I learned some, uh, another very, very disturbing thing about Dawn McLean earlier this week when she sent me this story.
0: Okay, a Russian company is offering customers the chance to participate in their own funeral and experience no. being buried alive for three, three 3.5 million rubles and the equivalent of $57,000. They will give you a full funeral, uh, and then according to your belief system, whatever it is, they will bury you in a coffin and then dig you back up no
1: no yeah and no and what was your note at the very end
0: dawn oh i don't know what did i I want to do this oh i want (laughs) to do this no i want to do it and you want to do it too ross i think
2: i would do it my only my only cause for concern is could this just be a russian ruse where they say they'll dig you (laughs) back up (laughs) (laughs) but then they don't (laughs) (laughs)
0: Oh, no, no. What is it
1: that you hope to discover about yourself while you're buried in a coffin?
0: Maybe it's just a rehearsal, you know? I'm a theater person, and I'm rehearsing my death. I want to do a full through. funny thing where, like, um, like I'm people come and visit me, and you know it's an open casket, and I'll start moaning or something. We'll play weird music. <laughs> we'll put on a whole play that's like a murder mystery, oh, and nobody'll know except for the people that are the actors in the crowd. Because oh, be I also fun. used to do murder mysteries, which is a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. uh, and so, like, people would pop him up and go, "Wait a minute, she didn't die like that." I thought she died like this, you know, just like, and then you're like, oh my God, I was just talking to that guy. What is this?
2: And then 20 minutes in, you pop up from the casket and you're like, no, here's how I died. And then somebody (laughs) pretends
0: to, you know, off me right there and they're like, well, I guess it was worth coming to this, you know, service. And then we bury me and then I rise from the grave. It all just sounds like a bung, a, a bung a big theater production excuse me <laughs> yeah well to me it kind of does sound like a bomb uh, so
1: this isn't a, a deal like uh, the beginning of the graduate where uh, dustin hoffman is at the bottom of the pool with the scuba thing uh, this isn't no. a thing about isolating and no 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 this is a, this was
0: a fun experience okay. i don't have claustrophobia i don't care about being in confined spaces oh, unless yeah. i'm like going in an underground cave and i start going and it gets thinner and thinner and there's I can hear water, and then I have to try to back out. That would be bad. But right. being in a coffin, it's fine. I would sleep in a coffin. Oh. John oh. has a reason. I'm
1: going to reveal some personal stuff about you, John. John has recently um, realized that he could be a potential drug addict because you had to do a, uh, what is it called, uh, John? Um, a cleanse? No, not a C-scan. Um, um, a CAT scan? Uh, MRI. MRI. MRI, right? yeah. Yeah. Yep. And uh, since you have really bad claustrophobia, that if I remember right, you developed this after your heart surgery, right? That's correct. I never had claustrophobia in my life. I had
3: open heart surgery at the age of 56. And ever since, I've been horribly claustrophobic, mm. which I, and I did some research. Apparently, 8 to 10% of people they say come out of surgery like that with claustrophobia Hi. and they have no idea why. That no is weird. Yeah, and I this story made me so uncomfortable. When I, know, I, really, I knew it would. I
1: I could. I was squirming oh. in my chair. So you just, had to. So I brought up the drug reference because you had to do this MRI. It was a follow-up yeah. for your heart thing, yep. right? And it's, they gave yeah. you the world's best drugs, and everything was a okay. Well, they gave me some drugs. At
3: first, it didn't work. I kind of panicked, and they oh. pulled me
1: out. You know, they're always very good about that.
3: By panic, like, please,
0: please pull me out. Pull oh, me out.
3: really? Oh, yeah. Immediately. Of the MRI. You pee yeah. your
1: pants and all that. No, oh, no, that
3: No, but then Instead as soon as Jesus. they they said, "Well, what we got music, you know. What do you want us to turn on?" So I think I said classic rock just so sort of something I knew and could sing along with. And I said, "Do you have a blindfold?" "Oh yeah, we'll put this yeah. rag over your your eyes. Put the rag over my eyes and take already taken the drugs about an hour before yeah. listen to the music." Twenty minutes later, I was done and had no problem. But at first, it was
1: sheer panic on my part. It's been a long time since I've had an MRI. If I remember right, isn't there a loud buzzing?
2: Yeah, very loud. From yeah. what I remember too. I so but, I'm 36 now. The last time I had one, I was eight or nine years old. And I yeah. just—is it still the big like long tube that you lay down in? They send you in. You is that what is it, yeah, I mean, what it's like still, John? Yes. Yeah, and, I did but not like was, that.
3: This was a little wide. I've had one before. Before I had claustrophobia, I was fine, and that one was kind of tight. I thought, in the old days, for mm-hmm. lack of a better word, this one was a little wider. Yeah, but still, you're still enclosed, and yeah, it it was Do you remember the?
1: Do you remember the drug? It's not an over. Uh, uh, I'm going to try to get thing. it on the I, street. You know what? I, I I have one left. It's upstairs. Well, I could go look if you really want to know. I know the reason I was asking Don is what if a guy? What if John all of a sudden has to fly? you know to the east or west coast and he doesn't have any choice he's got to be there this afternoon how are you going to cope with that john yeah i i don't know i yeah i don't know and of
3: course i've thought about that many times so
0: an airplane is going to freak you out
3: yeah i used to love to fly Yeah, because it just fascinated me to be in the air but it's not the flying that freaks me out it's the being in a enclosed in a metal tube oh, with right. other people and be we, t- we t- i'll give you an instance where i've two ways i noticed this happened because it didn't i didn't come mm-hmm. out of the surgery saying oh man i got claustrophobia uh i got i went back to north dakota with my brothers sat in the back seat of the car and started was, freaking out i was gonna ask you about oh. that yeah and and just went i said you gotta stop the car you gotta stop the car to my brother and he <gasps> stopped i said i gotta sit in the front seat <laughs> And they said, you know, they no. looked at me like I was nuts and said, yeah, go ahead. So I oh, they the said, crowd. okay.
0: His brothers usually would be right like, absolutely not. Get in, Get the, in the back. back. <laughs> yeah.
3: The, the other place was uh, my wife and I took the uh, train down to a Twins game four or five years ago. The oh, the and it was, oh, the it was North Star. Oh, the North
0: Star. Yep, yeah.
3: and it was still when they were they were in the running uh, for a playoff spot in the last week of the season. So it was crowded. There was a lot of people in it. I get in, don't think anything of it, and pretty soon the people are coming in, they're coming in, they're coming oh, in. Boy. I didn't say a word to my wife. I just sort of ran and stood right by the door. She's 20 feet behind me looking at me like, what the hell are
0: you yeah. doing? I
3: just kind of waved to her. And luckily there was a big burly guy beside me. He said, huh. Oh, have a little problem with the crowd, are you? Just like that, yeah. And and just talk to me the whole trip, which was That's great. great. Oh, cool! You knew right away, but yeah, so I, he, I don't he know. Recognized it's, right away immediately, and he, he you know he looked like not the kind of guy you think would notice that you know big beard and a baseball hat and yeah big big burly. That can affect but, yeah.
0: anybody, really.
3: Oh God, it was just it's yeah, and I was probably should go get some, you know. Treatment of some sort for it. Well, my,
0: my dad, I, yeah. after he had his heart surgery, he mm-hmm. he became very emotional. And I have heard that happens as yeah. well. Like, he just started going to uh, just getting watching cartoons and animated stuff. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm talking like, you know, Pixar, Disney movies. We're sure. like, why is he just going to see Pixar movies? Like, what is going on? And he said he can't handle um, he'll start to cry in the movie. Like, whatever it is, in the yeah. dramatic parts. Or he just would get emotional even if we talk about something that was kind of, like, uh, sensitive. You know, he's like, I'm sorry. Yeah. And I had never seen my dad now, cry in my life.
3: Now, yeah. wait a minute. Because Toy Stories or Pixar movies, hell, I was crying at
2: those yeah. before I ever had heart okay, surgery. Yeah. I was just going to say the same thing, John. Those Disney and Pixar movies, those will get the heave Man, cries up, going.
1: Yeah. The movie Up? Oh, God.
0: Yeah. Uh
1: I have a train story. It doesn't have anything to do with uh, claustrophobia, yeah. um, but uh, it, your story reminded me of this one. One night, uh, the roommate and I are leaving uh, some kind of event uh, where the Vikings play, whatever the hell you guys call that place. Um, and it was very crowded. Bank <laughs> Stadium. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And we're waiting for the train because we parked at the Caboose. Very short ride. And uh, the roommate and I got separated on the platform. Uh (laughs) And the the train pulled up and a whole bunch of people shuffled in and I got shuffled in and I was standing right, right as the door. I was standing at the door yeah. as it closed and she came running up yelling no,
0: get off, get off! And <laughs> she just, was still out I, I there! Just, you I waved wave? I wave goodbye oh my god. Her. You her. Be- I hope you were waiting at the station <laughs> for her. Oh.
1: Yeah. And then I got off at the caboose smoking a heater and I like, hey, what took you so long? Why are you dicking around there? Why didn't you get oh off? Oh my god. Oh
0: my god. Oh, oh, oh boy. Anyway, uh,
1: <laughs> I want to mention Something here. The uh, I'm a hunter, as you guys know, and the diver ducks are finally moving through my area. Duck season finally getting interesting after being lame for a month. Uh, If you're a fellow duck hunter and you need ammo or a new scatter gun because you dropped it in the lake, whatever, get yourself to DK Mags. They're on Old Eight in New Brighton. DK Mags has shotguns for all occasions. They can also get you outfitted to get in the woods, whatever for whatever kind of hunting you think you're going to do. Small caliber. Uh, large large caliber, big game, whatever. Both DK Mags and Monticello Pawn Gun have uh, gunsmithing services to keep those firearms in perfect working order. Maybe you acquired grandpa's old shotgun and there's no way you're going to shoot that thing after uh, until you've had it gone through. They can help you out there. And the point of the message today, if you consider yourself a firearms and accessories aficionado, a pro, and you need a job, get a hold of them. They're hiring good people, not mean people, good people. Uh, And you'll find a good job. They're a good employer. Great selection, fair prices, and the most wonderful staff you'll ever meet. And that's at both Monticello Pawn and Gun and DK Mags in New Brighton. You can check them out on the website, dkmags.com.
2: So they're hiring good people, which would basically be the exact opposite of you. I would not be at. eligible.
1: Oh no, I would be. <laughs> uh, Ross, I worked at the same record store that your dad worked at for years yeah. at a different location. And uh, I had always hated Pompous. Because you'll find some really, really asshats working at record stores, especially independent record stores. Because <laughs> the people that work there think they've got the best taste oh, in yeah. music. Oh, they're God's gift to music. And I hated those kind of people. And I ended up turning into one. Because I, I couldn't stand people yeah. walking up to the counter with this piece of crap band when we've got, we had the greatest jazz selection in all of Minneapolis, and they're walking up with Steppenwolf, and God, it would just make me so angry. Oh my God,
0: Kenny. And,
1: and after that, um, who is the guy, he was in Lifter Puller, Craig Finn, and he went and formed a band out in New York, and I decided one day to go down to the Electric Fetus and buy everything that uh, Craig Finn and his new band, I can't even remember the name of them, put out. So I walk up to the counter with like four CDs, and I say to the guy, "Uh, they say this guy is the new Bruce Springsteen. He's pretty good. I love him. And that guy, his tongue almost bled. He was biting on it so hard. Oh, my God. So that's what I mean by good people. Be the
2: opposite of Kenny. Be an actual good person. Okay. Well, and, and you know what, Kenny? You know what a lot of good people do? Watch this Seamless Transition. A lot of good people. They'll take in a little college football action with their family and friends. And you know how they'll do that? How's that, Ross? They'll check out St. Thomas this Saturday taking on the University of San Diego, by the way, where Jim Harbaugh, the current head coach at the University of Michigan, started his coaching tour at the University of San Diego. They're taking on St. Thomas this Saturday at O'Shaughnessy Stadium. The Tommies, by the way. 4-0 4-0 in conference play. You can check that, them out. That place will be rocking. It's a Seriously. cool place, by the way. And it's going to be a great day, too, this oh, weekend. Saturday yeah. is going to be awesome. 60 degrees and sunny. All
1: is made for football. It
2: is. Check out St. Thomas for as little as $15. TommySports.com. That's TommySports.com to buy your tickets for this Saturday's game.
3: All right. Kenny, um, can I interrupt yeah, you for a yeah, minute? Yeah, because yeah. I'm just going to prove how out of touch I am. I didn't know who Lifter Puller was until you just said it. Did I you look Craig... it up? What's his new band? Well, uh, well The Hold
1: Steady is great. The Hold Finn. Steady, thank you. Yeah. yeah,
3: But I've never heard of Lifter Puller, so apparently I'm way out of touch with whatever. I
1: know The Hold Steady pretty well. Yeah, but... that's when I knew... I, I Actually, I didn't know him, know him, but I saw Lifter Puller a million times, and they They played good. here, obviously? Uh, yeah, yeah, they time. were a local yeah. band. And huh. uh, he left and moved out there and started uh, The Hold Steady. And I have to admit, uh, you know, out of all their albums, I think I love six eight songs. They are really pretty good. The whole uh, Steady or Lift or Full? Yeah, forward? the whole. The the oh, steady. Oh, I like the whole Steady. Yeah. yeah, and they make a lot of Minneapolis references. It's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 So huh. not not bad. a bad band. Not Learned a bad something band at new all. today. <laughs> um, so, Ross, you almost didn't make me mad
2: this week. But <laughs> I don't know if that means I was doing my job or not doing well, my job. I
1: can't figure out are you doing this on purpose? And it's this is one of the stories, guys, that uh, Ross sent us. And it's <laughs> Coyote Coyote rescued from the front grill of a car in Florida. And there's a picture of a coyote wedged behind a grill in a car that looks like it was just dragged out of a junkyard. Uh, And this is a UPI uh, piece from last week. Workers at a car dealership in Florida examined a car that was dropped off for service and made a surprising discovery a coyote wedged in the front grill. Okay, Kenny's um, irritation level's still low at this point. I know what's going to make you mad, but I'll hold. Is it alive? Well, let's get to that. The St. Francis (laughs) Wildlife Association in Quincy said, a rescuer rescuer was dispatched to the dealership in Tallahassee when garage workers preparing to service a car that had been dropped off discovered a live coyote embedded in the grill. They removed the grill to allow the rescuer to safely extract the animal. Okay, now my blood's getting a little bit hot. Uh, uh-huh. oh, yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah, I know.
1: The rescue group said in a follow up. Um, oh, no, I skipped a paragraph. I should have pre read this, Don. You know how I am. <laughs> oh, I don't care.
0: That's fine. I do this all the time.
1: Always check your vehicle after a strike with a wild animal when it's safe to do so. Not only is it important to check if the animal is still alive so we can assist right away, it's also important to check your car to see if it's safe to be driven. The rescue group said in a follow-up post that the coyote underwent surgery for a leg injury <laughs> and is expected to make a full recovery. Uh huh. This is where... I just went off the charts. So we spent money or somebody spent money, good money, to rescue a stupid scavenger coyote that the world has way, way, way too much of.
0: Are you You reading that directly from the article (laughs) that you did not pre-read?
1: I am, Dawn. I am. Why would I
0: I criticize that when I I do it all the time? do
1: that in honor of you. (laughs) Thank you. That, I can't tell you You wanted
0: them to just shoot it.
1: Coyotes are not rare animals. The, the, the United States has way, 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 way too many of them, and it's impossible to get rid of these things. Um, you, you kill one, and three more take its place.
0: Oh, my gosh. They
1: can regenerate and regrow families faster than anything. The government has spent so much money trying to eradicate these farmers. They're a problem with farmers with livestock and chickens and sheep, and all the other small animals, and the world doesn't need another coyote and now this coyote's been around human beings so now it's tame so now it's going to be walking through the neighborhoods and you go oh there's neighbor jim's uh big guy. he must have got a german shepherd huh come on over here so how you doing buddy come oh, here God. and chop yeah and now, chomp, you chomp. now you got rabies now you got rabies <laughs> now you get the three-foot needle in your belly. oh, oh my gosh is no. that what they do A three-foot needle? Well, that's what my parents told me when I was a kid. Yeah, we all heard that. That's how they get you to stay away from skunks and uh, raccoons. (laughs) But seriously, they're, they're more plentiful than any other animal on the planet. The the planet the the Earth, the world, the United States can stand to lose a coyote or two. You don't have to take these things and give them surgery so they can go on and live their dirty,
2: rotten coyote life. That story <laughs> uh, there's a follow up story too. They released it back out into the wild yeah. and immediately a semi ran right over it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God.
1: He was chasing
2: a that was, at that the time. was right out of the cartoon, yeah. yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. They let him out. Here he goes, boom! <laughs> I didn't see that coming. <laughs> Neither, see, the coyote.
0: I don't know how I feel about that. Kay. like, I
2: overall, I agree with you, but for the most part, I think there's kind of a, a natural way for animals to go out. Like, they should kind of go out in their environment. Yeah. But also, yeah. this 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 coyote was what probably. A foot away from dying by being hit by the by being hit by the car. Yeah, so. you know,
1: and, and I'm not ripping animal lovers. I, I I get it. I understand it. I love animals, um, but I like killing some of them. And, oh, coyotes are vicious too. They're just vicious. They're mean, rotten, dirty animals. Here's I'm keep... going to
0: say something really sexist. Okay, are you ready? Yeah, bring it. Bring it's it. That the car dealership, there was a receptionist. Okay, and she started crying because of the coyote. So they had to do something. <laughs>
2: You think? Yeah. Could be. Yeah,
0: I like you that. Think? You can get away with saying that. Okay. And you guys can't. Uh, uh, let's go down that road because. Number one, you're one right. I'm assuming that the receptionist is a woman. Number two, I'm assuming that she would be. Crying, and I, I'm just painting a really bad picture for women. You're welcome. <laughs> we can, <laughs> I I I but we can, can confirm that. you are a I woman. See correct? I am. I just see a scene where, like, she's like, "Oh no, don't! Oh, where is this? Is it Minnesota? <laughs> Minnesota? It oh in yeah. oh God! Oh no! Oh, look at that poor little thing there. You gotta call somebody. We gotta call somebody. Could have been a oh, transplant. Oh my gosh! Here, I'll go get. I've got a sandwich that I brought for lunch. Let me feed it.
2: <laughs> have you guys ever had yourself
0: give it a diet coke have you ever yeah. had
2: anything in the grill of your car uh,
0: uh yeah a lot yeah. of mayflies so
2: uh, okay t- yeah i've got um yeah years ago i was working in middle of uh, middle nowhere earth. south dakota oh. middle earth, <laughs> middle earth. <laughs> and i drive from <laughs> one middle of nowhere town about an hour hour and a half to another middle of nowhere town to uh call a football game And there were pheasants, no, there's pheasants all over in South Dakota. And that's where I was in. And I don't remember exactly what happened, but I do know there were like a bunch in the road. And Mm -hmm. I I drove on through, and I don't recall hitting one, but obviously I must have.
0: Well, you have to.
2: So I show up to this town to call the game, and there was always, in this one town, there was always a special area for me to park, and they always kind of... Maneuvered me in because I was big time in middle and nowhere, South yeah, Dakota. That's right. So I pull up in the athletic big time and the athletic director literally stops me and goes, Oh, hang on, I gotta do something for you. He walks up, I can hear him go, you can hear the car like kind of making noise it. and yeah, yeah, now it's kind of shaking because he's up front. Pulls it out, holding in his hand is a dead pheasant, and he just goes do you wanna keep this or can I have it? <laughs> you want it. Why is that funny? Oh
0: that's not God. funny at all. It's hilarious. No, that's
2: not funny it at all. It is
0: because he's gonna eat it. Yeah, the okay, guy-
1: here's what cured me, and you guys can make fun of me. Occasionally a pheasant you know, I live in the country, it would fly out in front of me. Yeah. And I may or may have not, you know, kind of moved over gently just in order to tag it. Eh, you pull over and you grab it, you toss it in the box, bring it box bring it, box, bring it home. It's dinner. Yeah, and a pheasant is a delicious bird.
0: It is. My dad used to raise them.
1: Yeah, they yeah, and I've got a neighbor that does that. Um, yeah. So what cured me of that that gentle swerve uh, is I did that one day. Oh, no, you my, went off the road. Didn't I hit you? my grill in the truck I'm currently driving, and then mm-hmm. I feel a clunk, clunk. I pull over. The pheasant's been destroyed because after it hit my pheasant, <laughs> it went under the tail, uh, under um, the tire. Yeah, the, it and the it wrecked car. my grill. Oh, <gasps> oh, yeah. oh no! Yeah, yeah, I ended up spending six hundred dollars. on an aftermarket grill because the stock grill cost over a thousand.
0: Oh wow. my gosh! So
1: now I never ever do that. That cured me of that. I had a. Uh, I used to work many, many years ago as a news photographer,
3: and what hell happened after, to his audio. After a like tornado came me? in from outer space, weird? all
0: of a sudden it was like,
3: <laughs> really? How's it? Now? I used to work. <laughs> I used
1: to work. A
3: <laughs> Did
0: you just get closer? Is no, God talking to us? <laughs> oh, who sweet? is that? Okay, anyway, go on. I'm sorry.
2: Hello. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: And uh, I had that. We were a tornado went through a small town in North Dakota. I was living in North Dakota then, and driving there. Birds were running into the front of my car. And I found out after the fact that apparently, when tornadoes come through, birds get very disoriented. Yeah. Oh. I, I'd never heard that. And I couldn't really? figure out why Their birds GPS were. Gets off I hit like four or five different birds who just were flying in the air and flew right into the grill of the oh, car. Oh,
0: bless them.
1: Luckily, I, it was a company car, so I didn't you know, wreck the, my car. The, the house I live in has a bay window, and it's all day, every day, these things. You know, Full door. Bulb. Yeah, I mean, and it it really scares you. Okay, before we go, I have one really touching animal um, and roadkill kind of story. Touching roadkill (laughs) stories. Touching roadkill.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's our tagline. (laughs) Uh, News from the Krabby Coffee Shop touching roadkill stories.
3: We should have a jingle for that. Maybe.
0: So um <laughs> here's I I... your
2: touching roadkill update. You <laughs> see, a year or so out
1: of high school and um I'm I'm I had moved back in with my parents for some reason and a stray cat shows up. It's all white. Uh, and this cat was insanely friendly great great kitty cat Hmm. but it would it was really how friendly was it jump (laughs) well it would jump up on the workbench when you're trying to get something done it would routinely jump from the workbench up to my shoulders
0: oh and you take it
1: off you throw it down and three seconds later it's back up on your
0: shoulders well kitty
1: cat disappears one day yeah, it's like, oh, oh, all right, that was a stray. It was fun while it lasted. Thank God that dumb thing finally moved on. <laughs> no, a week weird. or so later, I'm at Saint, in St. Cloud at my uh, girlfriend's apartment. We walk out the front door, and uh, I had a 65 Impala.
0: Oh, my I, God, you did? I,
1: I, I, I see <gasps> a, a little white, What? what is? Oh,
0: no, what is, you butthole. It,
1: and I said, uh, Tammy, uh, you might want to go Tammy. inside. That was her name. Uh, give me, give me five minutes, and then come back out. She's like, oh, "What?" I said, "Just trust me. You don't want to see this." I popped the hood. That stupid cat, yep. had crawled up yep. in my engine compartment. They yep. do that. And when I fired it up, it was yep. clunk clunk
0: clunk clunk, clunk. Yep. Uh, Yeah. Uh, and,
1: and the poor thing. So I had a paper bag in the in the back seat with my trash in it. I grabbed that. I put oh. we didn't even have a name for cat, the cat. It's just cat. Put cat in the bag, walk to the dumpster. <laughs> Don't
0: let I it get, out. This. The... <laughs> this. Sto- <laughs>
2: and that was the funeral for cat. <laughs> this This story has nothing to do with anything other than I find it humorous myself, so I'll share it on the way out the door. Yesterday, I take my cat to her uh, now twice-annual old woman cat appointment. Yeah, this which, thing's like 18, isn't it? Yeah, uh, oh. she's 14 years old and three months. Oh, good. With, uh, yeah, with early kidney disease. Yeah, it's, 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 disease. Know, yeah, it's yeah. about over, Yeah, she she's getting there. But long story short, per the vet, everything checks out other than the kidney disease which we're treating. She's just fine and feels no pain. So great. But here's the highlight of yesterday. I go in with the cat, sit down. Somebody else comes in. And the the person at the front reception goes oh and what's your name and who are you here with and the person says their name and says I'm here with Kramer their cat's name is Kramer yeah. named after Kramer from Seinfeld yeah. right, sure. my cat's name is Lainey, named after Elaine from Seinfeld <laughs> what? what what are the odds Lane, was it a, was the owner a girl or a guy it was a like a 60-ish year old man I if it would have been huh? if it would have been a girl, it would you're have been bi, like
1: you're not by right. No, that could have been no, your new
2: no. <laughs> no, but I immediately, Kenny. I texted friends and family and said, "Oh, and by the way, I I met another cat at the vet. His name was Kramer. Yes, named after that Kramer." And I said. The only problem was the owner was not a 30-ish-year-old female, it was a 60-year-old <laughs> yes, man. Yes, Other than uh, that, like, there were all the signs in the see, world.
0: I thought you were going to say that your cat's name was Kramer, and it was Kramer versus Kramer. Kramer!
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's the deal, Ross. Here's the, the new plan, and I know Reavers is chomping to get in there, but screw him. Um, and I discovered this after uh, we had our son, and he was uh, tiny, and I'm pushing him around in a stroller around mm-hmm. the park chick magnet. Yeah. Yeah, women will yeah. Uh, babies. Babies they will, and dogs. they will run for miles to come up and cool the little. Oh no. So what you do? Steal is the baby? When, when Lainey finally buys the farm, you keep her around for a while. You know, store her in the freezer. But occasionally bring her out and maybe sit on the front of the apartment or your house or with
0: a frozen cat <laughs> and
1: have tears. Are you me? And I promise you'll pick up bag, <laughs> babes left and
0: but right. But they'll come up and go, "Oh, pretty kitty!" And then it'll be like.
1: <laughs> and No, but Ross will be crying Still. because, yeah, she just she just passed away last night, and I had to put her in the freezer, and now I've got to take her and uh-huh. give her a good burial.
0: Uh, no, no, no. no, 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 This no, is too broken. much drama I, for I me. I'd be like, okay, uh-huh. bye. I
2: love Lainey Lou, but the moment Lainey Lou is no longer on this earth will be done. I know you want to wrap up, but i got to give a friend credit because I know you'll love this, Kenny, so I want to read this, then we'll wrap up.
0: Oh, my gosh. It's so, the battle of wrapping up so today. I texted. <laughs> Jesus. You got, you got a story hey now.
2: I can, hey I can now. A one maybe I don't know. So, I texted this to a group of friends and I'll leave my friend's name out and I'm going to substitute the S word for canning apricots. No. He replies back cuz I told him the cat's fine and told him the story. And he goes, "Yay, Laney. Also, you could still have a good fun relationship with that man just minus canning apricots." <laughs> which sounds like most marriages anyways. That's what it is. Oh God, <laughs> that's oh. what it is. Oh, all right. Now we'll get out of
1: here. We went a little long today. You know, management wants us to do this every day. What? Yeah.
0: What the show?
1: Yeah. All
0: yeah. right. Well, show me the money, honey. Exactly.
1: <laughs> I don't know if I have it in us, uh, in me. You got uh, five seconds. I got something in me.
0: Oh, Don, I don't want to talk about that. See Let's go. Bye.
1: We're done. Let's see. You.
0: Thanks for listening to News from the Krabby Coffee Shop. New episodes drop every week wherever you get your podcasts.
3: For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul
1: Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today.